0: Hello and welcome to the Small World Podcast, the podcast where you are
1: the topic of discussion. I'm your host, Nate Pearson.
0: (laughs) Oh, that was a
2: weird transition. I'm your host, Austin Newborn. And once again, I'm your guest host, James Flowers. And today we have...
0: Chris Long. Ah, man. So, I don't know why Austin had such a hard time with that transition because we literally, point by point, talked about how we were going to do it right before we hit record. We we did. What's your middle name? Daniel. 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 Ew. What? I'm just kidding.
2: Okay. It's like Daniel and the Lions, then. Have
1: you ever I been swear in a Lions, like.
0: No, I haven't. Okay. I know, like, three other people whose middle name Those is are Daniel. Three
1: That's very it. generic names
0: Chris. Daniel. Okay, whoa, buddy. <laughs> your like name is Nathaniel. Nathaniel. <laughs>
3: Nathaniel. Like, there's. I came out on of the offensive. With some of my friends, like, if someone is a bad driver, we call them Daniel. Like, why? why? We just go look at that. It's a, <laughs> a discreet
1: way of calling them Chris, <laughs> the one, so you will uh, not know. I feel like I now have to change the name.
0: I don't think I'm a bad driver.
2: I've never seen you drive, and I've never ridden you with
0: you. You did see me drive. I
2: drove. I pulled in. Well, Chris, Chris just rides with his windows down, blasting music wherever <laughs> I mean, we goes.
1: did see True. a, a stuff Chris just goes, you ride everywhere with your windows down, blasting music. That's yeah. fair. But not like an obnoxiously Apple, loud. Apple Music Shuffle. Yes.
0: True. Yes, actually. We will yeah. go straight from Kendrick Lamar to Motown Music to a sea shanty back to Kendrick Lamar.
1: Like that, Kendrick Lamar is the third of the playlist. Sounds very interesting for the library. Yep. I said it <laughs> so. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> i already I I a point. I was I'm looking over at my computer, and then I look up and I see everyone. <laughs> at me. Like, I don't know what's and? going on. And it says, going great without me hosting. Oh, Thanks, man. guys. And
2: this is what happens when Chris is not the main host. So we just jump right into this co-host. Well, I'm in danger. Uh, I guess we should. <laughs> James just said, I'm in danger.
0: James, okay. how you doing today?
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm doing mid.
0: You're doing
3: mid. <laughs> you want to elaborate is. on that for a moment? Just just busy doing stuff outside of work. So mm-hmm. just house-sitting yeah. outside of work. House-sitting? Yeah. What's that like? You just
0: stay you at someone's house and take care of their animals for <laughs> them. You sit on the house. You sit on the house. Yes. If you're house-sitting someone else's house, who's house-sitting your house? And is it and on the house? And does the oh. end of this chain result in a homeless person getting a home for a few days? <laughs> yeah. I, I think you're right. Bro, that's a, that's <laughs> So the moral a, of the story a, is everybody needs to house it. So then
3: everybody gets a house except for that one person. If you think about it, this
0: is just renting with
3: extra that's stuff. A, it is. That's a
1: go-to strategy. If you just house-sit and you have a good enough schedule, you never have to have your own home. Exactly.
2: exactly. And you're
3: getting paid to do it. I'm going to list one of those Craigslist ads. I'm a house-sitter. There you go.
0: What if you rent out the house that you're currently house-sitting as an Airbnb? Oh, Deception. Double
1: your income. <laughs> double income. You know? <laughs> that
2: is double income. Then you just gotta, you know. How are it you sounds like you a I mean, the place I'm house sitting for now has
3: a um, Shelby Cobra. It's <laughs> just sitting in the garage. <laughs> rent out the Shelby. You gotta rent out the Shelby.
0: Uh, listeners, <laughs> Bonturo, he didn't say that. No, You didn't no, hear the part that. about That's the Shelby. Way. That's fair. <laughs>
1: the, the people uh, James' is house sitting for right now is like, are watching. <laughs> They're like, oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, I promised I did not. And what's do that
0: anything? address? <laughs> um...
3: Yeah, about that. No. No. Do you charge extra for pets? <laughs> Um, no. They just oh. give me whatever they feel like giving me. That's a
1: terrible... A donation-based service. Wow. Give <laughs> whatever your heart is
0: leading you here, to. Wait a minute uh,
1: unless it's below uh, $12 an hour. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I mean,
0: I'm house-sitting yeah.
3: someone right now for that I had to give their dog human food, so I had to stop oh. by McDonald's to get a burger with no cheese, nothing on it, take it out of the patty to give them the burger.
0: Usually what? the dogs like to eat Chick-fil-A nuggets.
1: Mm. So That dog's living better than me. True. Yeah. Yeah. Yes.
0: I mean... You've Does that compensation come out of your pay, or is that additional money that they've put in as the dog, or bur- dog burger fund? Dog burger fund.
3: Um, <laughs> never thought I would hear that together. Um, yeah, dog burger fund, you know. I, I actually don't know, because the <laughs> first time <of my laughs> I had to buy it, usually they set me up with like actual steak they pre-cooked, but... So, I so mean, this is like a bad rap to me.
1: Can you <laughs> imagine, Ian? Am I going to get reimbursed for the McDouble or. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: like, thanks for housing this weekend. We actually don't have any money to pay you right now. Dang. But thanks for giving us that McDouble. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. I mean, James just got a free place to live for a few days either. True. Yeah. True. true. Yeah. And yeah. they have a dog to play with. So, and yeah. a Shelby. What you do you do if you just, like, wake up? in the middle of the night and the dog's just standing over you staring hey yo where's my burger I, I don't, don't know like have you prepared your
2: hamburguesa I can think of the word
0: yeah yikes we'll wow the spot. Yeah. I'm sorry I'm sorry but there's this is about five years, years of Spanish years. and yeah, that's where we got say
2: there's a good transition um, mm. how your lack of Spanish is here because you were born in Wilson, North Carolina. You
0: sure do tell you what <laughs> grandest city in the state, grandest state in the country, greatest country in the world. Amen. I'm sure. Wilson's a country. So, so you were born in. At- the wilson medical center i was born I'm in so wilson sorry. memorial hospital <laughs> that <laughs> explains a You're lot living? i'm just kidding. <laughs> you know there's there's something i didn't put in the show notes that we probably need to touch on towards the tail end which is an article i wrote for the east carolinian yeah we'll touch so on look at this relating to no it's it's, it's the now. opposite of a shout yeah. out well no for you oh for, for your Carolina. journalism <laughs> yes. Not no, the Wilson I was medical, medical Center. Okay, I was
3: like, I thought you were promoting,
0: like, your journalism.
3: But, and then you're like, no, this is no shout-out. <laughs> Don't talk right. about my
0: journalism. No, this whole podcast is a promotion for my journalism true, career. True. Let's be honest. I mean, Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> um, no, nah, I'm just so kidding. Marketing
1: here. I announced my resignation <laughs> for this whole <small> world podcast. <laughs> Dang. I I get a real spot. Just kidding. I'm <laughs> <You're> not. I'm <laughs> <not messing>. <laughs> is open. James, We told
0: James before the show started that this has just been an audition, this entire three-week span, to be the new host. That's what it's been. Uh, it's been fun to have you, Nate. Uh, we'll miss you. But... <laughs> hey, man, I'll go
1: behind the scenes as a producer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh, they uh, my voice. Born in
0: Wilson, what? North Carolina. Um, great place. Only place I've ever lived except for that like two-month period where I lived in Andrews, North Carolina. Shout nice. out to Snowbird. We'll touch Andrews. on that later. Yep. Um, Wilson's Wilson, for those who don't live in Wilson. It's very small-town, USA. Yep. Um, so,
2: there's a great card shop there.
1: That I don't um, know if it's quite small town USA. It's like like half a step above small town USA. Suburbia I mean, it's, USA. It's really,
0: okay. In two thousand one, two thousand. It was small town USA. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I
1: agree. Because like when I think of this small town here. USA, I think of you drive through a town, you see the water tower, and then there's like
0: that's still you know, Elm City. Like, I mean, that's kind of where I live. There's like a
1: there's Spinsmore. there might be a Walmart, but if you <laughs> it's just a neighborhood market, and you mm. keep on going. Yeah. yeah. I mean,
3: before COVID, we used to walk around Walmart like there was nothing else to do. So we just walk <laughs> around Walmart.
1: Yep. There, there's the people who walked around Walmart, and then there's the people who walked around Target. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those <laughs> were like, and clicks. And, all day. and as soon
0: as Target closed, you went to
1: Walmart. Walmart. Yep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Straight Me
0: to Walmart. and James used to make TikToks in Walmart. I remember those days. So most are still
3: my TikToks. Some were just too cringe. Uh, <laughs> they were very cringe. I
1: went in Walmart one time, and my friend climbed Same here. up onto the furniture display and was starting to do stuff up there. And I was like, "We're gonna get kicked out." Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I used to play this game with my coworkers at Chick Fil A after work. We would go to Walmart, and I just I called it "Think Fast." But I would throw very breakable things at them and hope that they would catch it. That's terrible.
1: One time, Derek dropped a glass candle. (laughs) so We did that to Derek. (laughs) Derek's the nicest guy. Shout out to Derek. He was there for many of those escapades. I haven't seen him in forever. We should get Derek on the podcast. Yeah.
2: Hi, Derek. I don't know you. Shout out to Derek. He's a pretty chill guy. (laughs) He's a fun guy. Yep. So going back to your Wilson.
0: (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes so uh born in wilson uh my parents were split up before i was born so i was raised in two very different households for all of my life my parents have been divorced like i said since before i was born so i have never known what it was like for my parents to be together so that's just always been normal to me Um, my mom remarried before i was cognizant so my stepdad's been in my life my entire time my dad never remarried And, again, that kind of led to major differences in the ways that I was brought up because my parents are very different people. And that's not to throw shade at one party or another, but (laughs) they're not at all similar. Ah, okay. Mm. So you did the whole two Christmases, two... Two Christmases, uh, stayed at my dad's house every Thursday night and alternating weekends
1: holidays as a um with divorced parents is a very double-edged sword it is it's like oh yeah i I get double presents in a sense (laughs) and then it's also it's like i have to go everywhere in one day (laughs) Um,
0: i think in a word like the way that kind of upbringing is it's just tiring Mm -hmm. because you're always moving you're always on the go especially when your parents like we're in the same general area, but when your parents live 25, 30 minutes apart, going back and forth and back and forth yeah. and back and forth, mm-hmm. it becomes routine, but now not having to do that
1: anymore, I can see it can be straining. I yeah. have, like, two points to make on that to see if you can agree with them. You learn how to pack them back very well. <laughs> You're, you become an excellent packer from my experience. Mm. Um, but secondly, like – it gets harder the more you get into adulthood, I think. Yes. Because you're not doing it based on your based on like you have to. You're doing it based out of moral obligation. Yep. And it uh, makes it so much harder. Dude, yep. one
0: of the hardest days of my life was the day I told my dad I wasn't going to live with him anymore. That was mm. a very difficult conversation.
1: If you listen to the last week's, <laughs> I know what that feels like.
0: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so yeah, um, grew up ha- in a.
1: Go ahead. Go, I'm gonna say like how do you navigate a conversation like that not asking for details but like how do you
0: um it just kind of happened i was i i hate to say like i put my foot down but there's no other better way to say it you know i was just like hey this is how i'm feeling these are the things that have led me to feel this way and for these reasons i don't feel comfortable living here anymore Uh, so mm. hopefully he doesn't listen to this Hi, Dad. <laughs> was <one> of the <laughs> go listen to his episode. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually don't
2: think he opened dude. I keep on his phone. Learn my logging. password. I don't know your <laughs> password. <laughs> I'm like using yourself. his phone for show notes. Microsoft like Tech Support comes up. <laughs> <laughs> so next thing is saying you grew up in a very conservative Christian school. Yes. How did that go?
0: Oh man, so uh, <laughs> I was, I will call it blessed. I was definitely blessed and fortunate enough to grow up in a private school for all of my education. It definitely allowed me to make more of myself than I probably would have in the public school education system. Um, what are you trying to say? I'm trying <laughs> to say you're an idiot. No. <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to cut I you off. We got <laughs> public
2: school, home school, private school I'm
0: right here at this table. Diversity, we're all representing. We represent? Go ahead. What I said I had a nice blend to go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, no, but yeah. So um, I won't say the name of the school. I don't think I said it when I shouted out <laughs> the principal the other week. But mm, I don't think you did. I don't think you'd be that well, hard to find get, if you, you told really them wanted to. Where to, to go back and
1: listen to? Like. Yeah. If you okay. Anyway, know, go back and listen. Yeah.
0: Um, so uh, yes, very conservative, King James Version Bible only type of Ooh. school. Mm. And I didn't put this in the show notes, but I took taekwondo when I was younger too. Ooh. So a combination of a very traditional Christian upbringing and taekwondo as a young child instilled a lot of respect for authority and discipline in me. So I was never really a problematic kid. Yeah. I had my moments, but I was never the outlier. Chris question. not
2: a problematic what? kid. <laughs> I'm just <kidding>. I of <laughs> Wild. I have a question, though. Um, what is with Wilson and Taekwondo and why are there so many dojos <laughs> Every single person I know, ever since I moved to Wilson, I'm like, why does everybody do Taekwondo? Because there's nothing else to
0: do there's in nothing, Wilson. Bro. There's like five of them. <laughs> you have to do Taekwondo at some point. It's just
2: law. It's Taekwondo, Jiu-Jitsu, and karate. All mm. There's like, okay, just look up a Wilson map and look up martial arts. You will see this Everywhere. Is true.
1: Does Wilson have like sport little league sports leagues? Yeah, yeah there's the rec league. Okay, I yeah. just figured maybe it's an alternative.
2: Huh? That we yeah. have a little league World Series Stadium that people like to shoot at. True.
0: I did play I like um shoot at. soccer. Yeah, that was a thing a few weeks ago. <laughs> I played rec okay. league soccer as well, but that wasn't as long lasting. <laughs> I think did I mention the highlight of my soccer career? I think I talked about that last week. You did a little bit, yeah. Mm. Headbutting the goal. Shout out to Cole. Yeah. That's yeah. fire. That's a great <laughs> I
1: feel. I bet you felt like amazing. Oh,
0: I felt like a god in that moment. I was like, yeah. I am unstoppable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I never scored again. And Chris had a concussion. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, it was all a man. fantasy. The gold ain't going in. He just <laughs> imagined
0: it. It wasn't a fantasy. I just didn't move it all, and the ball just hit me in the face and happened to ricochet in. There you go. <laughs> Skill right there. <laughs> it was <So>. on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> I promise. No, I, promise. I really did headbutt it in, though. It was really nice. cool. So, um going yeah.
2: back to the... KJV-only school. Yes. Um, can you give us a few experience of its KJV-ness? Ooh. Um, That's a weird word. <laughs> kjv <Venus. laughs>
0: um, I remember very explicitly we would have Bible verse quizzes every mm-hmm. Friday. We had to memorize a Bible verse every week. And there is absolutely nothing more frustrating in the world than being in fourth grade and getting a point off because you wrote thy presence instead of the presence. Dude. It was the most infuriating thing of all time. You accidentally yeah. write you instead of thou. Exactly! <laughs> it's a oh, little Lord. nuances like that that in reality don't matter at all because it's oh. the same word. Yep. We'll talk about it later, but I study English, so like <laughs> language, language is arbitrary, English is arbitrary. So the difference between uh, thou and you are absolutely nothing this day and age. Just yep. start your whole journalism. Career. Honestly, Speaking in King James he Version
3: doing that? <laughs> he could
2: be. <laughs> honestly, he's like, I just want to prove these K J V only people wrong. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Thy football was thrown. Thy football was thrown. Oh, I think
1: if you if you are KGV only, like you should have to speak that way, like in your life. Yes, it's a, it's a requirement.
0: Yeah, and if you don't, you're a hypocrite.
2: Mm.
1: Look yeah,
0: you. I mean, Sorry. there were there were just so many – I won't say they were unnecessary rules, but they were very strict in their nature. And, again, I'm thankful that I had that upbringing, but at the time, of course, I resented it because, you know, being an angsty teenager, you don't want to wear khakis to school. Yeah. I so that. I remember one specific instance. We had chapel at least once a week, and it was always once a week. And uh, one week uh, – I was in middle school at this time. I was probably in sixth or seventh grade. It was a pastor who came in. I won't call him out, even though I know exactly who you are. And <laughs> Somehow he listens to this. I know your first, last name, where you preach currently, where you preach then. Dang. I'm on you, buddy. <laughs>
1: I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> it was, I was me. <laughs> it was Nate. I was an eighth
0: grader. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, this pastor basically talked about music the entire time, and... From my own, from my remembrance, my recollection of the events, he did not open the Bible once, but instead blasted every contemporary Christian music artist <laughs> at the time, every mainstream artist at the time. Which, if you're gonna blast the mainstream artist, cool, but don't blast the uh, contemporary Christian artist. And it received a lot of backlash from the student body. Mm. It was a
1: very about, controversial well, like, moment. What about like the faculty?
0: Faculty, how did they react? They couldn't really because. The way the school's set into place is kind of fall in line or fall out. You know what I mean?
2: Ooh.
0: All right. <laughs> <Late standing laughs> I mean, I is it true?
3: It's it's what I've been told. <laughs> Like, is it true what I've been told about the teachers not being allowed
0: to go to the theaters? I can't attest to that because I'm not a teacher. But, um, yeah. At least that's what
3: I
1: was told. No, yeah. They I vowed, mean, I would believe it. They vowed Chris the silence. <laughs> <laughs> I signed so, an yeah. NDA. Oh, when well, <laughs> I graduated? No, he, he goes into first grade, and they're like, Sign this, buddy. (laughs) What is this? Handsome a crayon. Oh, that's funny. Legally binding. (laughs) Yep.
0: Oh, I just thought of something else I didn't put in the show notes. I was a very injury-prone child. So by the time I was seven, I had my tonsils removed, my adenoids removed. I had eye surgery. I had uh, surgery in my mouth a couple times. Hmm. Yes, Nate?
1: Are tonsils issues an injury
0: I mean, Lord I guess not. Is. He's what screaming I'm saying, is so loud, that it just. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Cut the I was. I had lots of health problems in my neck up region,
1: for <laughs> the duration of my childhood. Below the neck, he was made of steel. <laughs> <laughs> just true. <treat you. laughs> there you go. We got two. But uh,
0: yeah, uh, I had muscular dystrophy when I was a child in my eye. So. <laughs> When I got sleepy or when I was focusing really hard, my left eye would just veer off, like undo its own thing, almost like it was falling asleep. Um, and I went to Duke Hospital and had that corrected. Yeah. So shout out to Duke Hospital nice. for not permanently blinding my left <laughs> eye, I guess.
3: They're operating on you, and the eye starts rotating towards them. <laughs> <laughs> they're
1: chasing you. I'm not trying to get off topic, but I, Grab heard, the a, zip tie. I heard a story today. Like, um, viewer discretion is advised. I'm not going to go into details, but this guy got put to like under anesthesia. There's two types they have to put you under one for paralyzation and one to put you to sleep. Yeah, he only got put under the paralyzation kind. Oh, no, and 16 minutes before they realized he experienced that because they could only move his eyes. Mm. And then they gave him medicine to make him forget, like, um, they don't know who did it per se, so that he wouldn't file a lawsuit. Oh, my gosh, he, um, Let's just say, like, he had traumatic, you know, it was traumatic to him, but he didn't know why. He didn't know yeah. what was freaking him out anymore. So, like, he um, he ended up, you know. Was this... Wow. Mm. Was this... Wow. Yeah, was this was totally um- dark. And then his family sued, and they... They got, you know, of course, financial stuff isn't ever going to make up for that. Yeah. But it was, yeah, that was crazy. Was that Wilson Medical Center? Just <laughs> just, just <laughs> <questions>. <laughs> I didn't mean to that. Oh, so that no. was such a <laughs> d- dark story. I'm sorry. I just heard that today. The and it whole was like, mood what? just died it? in this was
2: studio it? today.
3: <laughs> it starts off
0: with, welcome to Small World Podcast, and then it goes dark from there. Speaking of studios. Sorry, sorry. If you're watching on all- video, you That's may have noticed that we've changed locations. This is a little different in here, isn't it? This might be temporary. This might be permanent. We don't know yet. We'll find out. Yeah. All right. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So a very conservative Christian upbringing led me to a indoctrination of Christian culture Mm. without any substance, really. Uh, That's a deep sentence. That
2: is a deep sentence.
0: I'm a deep man. You're a long man. Okay. Long. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: so back to the news. No. I'm yeah, sorry. Let's, let's not I get the implications way too loud of into the mic right
0: there. It's <laughs> yeah. the headphones. Yeah. Oh man. So what do we have next, Austin? <laughs> Moving wow. along.
2: We're still in the conservative school.
0: Yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say about that, right? I mean, oh, did okay. you find yourself
3: wanting to do stuff work wise, like thinking you, you could be a good person by doing works. You know what I'm saying? And not um, having grace through faith?
0: That's a good question. Faith through grace. Um I don't think I don't think it aired on the side of legalism, honestly. Hmm. Because yes, Nate. No wait till you finish your sentence. No, you raise your hand. Go ahead. No, this is really gonna throw it off. Go okay. <laughs> I don't think it aired on the side of legalism because um it was very free will Baptist But very, like, old-fashioned Southern Free Will Baptist Uh, type of school. Original Free Will Baptist. Original. The OG. So I would say that, if anything, it inclined me towards laziness towards the gospel because Mm. I was able to take my work in Bible class and write that off as my work towards pursuing Christ.
1: Mm. You know Uh, what I mean?
0: Okay. Makes
1: sense. Nate, your question. How did your school's culture feel when the conservative running mate was Mitt Romney. Mm, That's a really good one. You know,
0: okay, so when I was in seventh grade, I had a teacher. His name was Mr. Gert. I'll shout him out. Shout out to you, Mr. Gert. You're the only reason I passed math that year because (laughs) I hated math. I'm so bad at math. I'm good at everything else, but I hate math. Um, Mr. Gert, he gave us, we were in American history, and he gave us a mock presidential election election of sorts and everyone in the class voted for Mitt Romney except one guy and Mr. Gert looked at us and he was like do you even know why you voted the way you did except the letter beside that candidate's name Mm. and that really molded a perspective in me that I carried for years to come because you know growing up in the pseudo OG free will baptist culture you're taught you know Republicans can do no wrong, and yeah. Democrats are of the devil, and no one else is right except the white man in the white party. I'm just kidding. It wasn't that deep. Uh, <laughs> but, um, hey, it's sir, a U-Haul truck.
1: <laughs> what kind of school were you at again? <laughs> Why are no, you putting my kidding. car in the back? It wasn't that serious. Oh, yeah. but
0: um, But, no, yeah. So there is a sense – I mean, like, it's the same as the modern world today – republicanism and evangelism are linked in a way yeah. and it was the same sort of way in school as well so as long as that candidate to answer your question as long as that candidate had an R beside his name you know we're advocating and we're pulling for him yeah. but for Mr. That- Gert brought up a great point he was like but why though
1: for mm-hmm. for that one moment, your school was like Mormonism is close enough, <laughs> <laughs> which I didn't at least realize, he's not agnostic. <laughs> <laughs> which I didn't even realize until
2: recently, like how, like Mormonism, they really, really want a Mormon president. Yeah, really, like really Joseph Smith ran for presidency because he was oh. going to push Mormonism in American politics. Well, nope. so I didn't I know that happened. part. Well, that's like the goal of a bunch of Mormons, and that's like. Part of their religion. Mm-hmm. They got so close. So if Mitt Romney became president, that probably would have been really, really bad. Mm-hmm. So,
1: but all of us were like, well, all the conservatives were just like, yeah, Republican. Yeah. But it's so, like,
2: but he's a Mormon. I think there's
1: like probably a great chance that Mitt Romney might have got impeached pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, possibly. <laughs> what is it? Uh, the epic battles of history.
0: I don't know. It might get crazy if the White House has a first, second, and a third lady. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> ah.
1: Shout out to the Epic Rap Battles of History. (laughs) Really inspired a love of rap for me at a young age. My favorite Epic Rap Battles of History. Of History? Of History? Reggie? (laughs) Epic Rap Battles of (laughs) History is is, is, is Mr.
0: T versus um, Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers. It's a great one. That's the season one finale. (laughs) Classic. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah. So, uh, ended up graduating from that school. Uh, my perspective on it today is not the same as it was then because you know, with maturity, you get to look back at hindsight being twenty twenty. Mm. Um, I'm thankful I was there. I'm glad I don't have to do it anymore. <laughs> there you go. Well, what we'll kind of transition then? So you
2: went from there, and then you started going to Raleigh Road Baptist Church.
0: Yep. Um, so how did that go? So. Um, When I was younger, we went to a church in Elm City, which is a small town outside of Wilson. Very Um, small. Yeah. Um, So we went to a small church in Elm City, and I was young when it happened. I was probably six, maybe seven, and I didn't know why we were moving. I just know that we were. Well, come to find out later, I don't want to say anything incorrectly or post- pose false accusations against the pastor who is still currently at that church mm. um but if i remember correctly there were concerns of plagiarism within uh sermons Ooh. as well as just an overall we need to find somewhere else a different calling
1: yeah what is so it, um, where was this that
0: in Elm City, that is okay. as vague as I'll get.
1: Okay. No, I, didn't, I just I didn't I didn't realize I, I like kind of missed that yeah. part. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Elm City. I'll, I was going to say um, uh, plagiarism on expository preaching is a very interesting thing. <laughs> <laughs> How does that work? Yeah, really.
0: I I like I said I was really young, so I don't really know that it was expository preaching. But oh, yeah. at Raleigh Road, that's where I kind of got to see a more. Correct view of Christianity. Mm -hmm. I got to experience not being in that conservative Christian bubble for a little bit. Um, Not that it's not conservative Christian, but it's a more realistic approach, if that makes sense. I mean, we we live in the Bible belt.
2: Right.
1: Conservative Christian screams about
2: everywhere. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'd call it more biblical Christian than conservative Christian. Yeah, leave leave the politics out of it. Exactly. Because that's what we're supposed to do.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I mean, your Christian belief should shape your political view. Your political view should not shape your Christian belief. I agree. Yes. There you go. And
2: that, that doesn't mean, you know, as a Christian, don't get involved in politics, but don't let your politics shape your Christianity. Yep. So don't let your politics shape who you vote for either. Um, I mean, hey. politics change. The Bible doesn't. Exactly. Hey,
0: that's the quote of the day right there. The grass withers, the flower fades. This is now an interview of James. His the <laughs> word of the Lord stands James forever. Amen.
3: Okay. <laughs> I was about to say, don't say the flower's fade. That's my last name. But I mean, <laughs> it's fine. Flowers it's fine. The
1: flower's fade. I will spade. fade. Oh, I will no. fade someday. Will. <laughs> nice. James, what's your middle name? Boyce. Okay. Yeah. I just had this conversation the other day. I, I was about to say, didn't
0: we then. just have this
1: conversation? I feel like we did. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, moving anyway, on. Anyway, <laughs> so um,
0: went to Raleigh Road, got to experience that, got to experience worship in that capacity for the first time, which was mm-hmm. Raleigh Road worship back in the day used to be lit. I heard you' like, that, What are you saying about Raleigh Road worship now? <laughs> they don't have fog machines anymore. Yeah, I heard about the fog <laughs> machines. <laughs> I heard <laughs> it. was a winter jam every Sunday. <laughs> oh,
2: man. Yeah, I've heard Kids Town? that. Kidstown?
0: Yeah, that was lit. <laughs> Come. Anchor me to, to my father's Oh, my gosh. BBS must have been a wild time. It was so good.
3: They had a little statue made out of car parts and stuff. Yes, that's Gordo. Gordo. That's what Gordo he was called. Gordo is still there. <gasps> they they found Gordo and really? brought him out. They
2: found Gordo, y'all. He's sitting in the
1: hallway.
0: The nostalgia. Oh, they rescued Gordo. Him. He's back. You need to go Gordo's see Gordo. <laughs>
1: this is a piece of history that I'm going to stray from. <laughs> yeah, Gordo's there. I was wondering They're doing BBS next year. Oh, nice. they bringing it back shout out to a lot of churches are bringing vbs back yeah as they should because it was like okay we just got summer camps for a few years and now they're like vbs (laughs) yeah Yeah. well that and i don't know
2: like we did a little community thing at Raleigh road recently and people were like churches just don't do this anymore i was like what like invite people from outside the church i was Mm, like wow yeah that hurts (laughs) just a little bit but they're like, oh, no, no, I'm glad you're doing it. You we, we need to more of it. Right.
3: Yeah, for
1: sure. Okay. <laughs> they said, they said shut it down. <laughs> James, do you
3: have a comment? I mean, I was just saying, like, I, I'm i not against all vacation Bible schools. You mm-hmm. just have to be very careful with a lot oh, of them. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, for me, I fell down the trap of, like, oh, raise your hand if you want to know Jesus. Right. Didn't oh, go over oh, yeah. true gospel of, like, you have to repent and everything. Yeah. I mean, I raised my hand. That's you, a really you,
1: good. You have a point.
3: So, I mean, it's just one of those things, like. I'm not against Vacation Bible School. There's just a lot of churches that need to work on their gospel doing, presentation. Doing it correctly. And not just have a crowd of kids and say, raise your hand. Because, I mean, for a while I lived a life of I thought I was saved, but I wasn't. Until yeah. later on, God got a hold of me. So mm-hmm. it's just very dangerous. So if that's you do like, it right, it could do amazing things. But yeah. that's if, like, the true gospel is in it. Yeah, I
1: would 100% agree. But I have a counter argument. Alright. Waves of mercy, waves of grace. What? You don't waves know that song? Mercy, oh. Waves that's like a VBS like everyone. I don't know. <laughs> I you have not I been on your I, face, TikTok your love I thought this was about to be an but actual James, sound. That wasn't argument. to make light of your point. I really think you yes. that's very valid. Hundred percent agree. Well, thank you. Nah, I, nah, I mean, I, nah, I was just nah, confused nah. for a second,
3: but now I know. Okay, you <laughs> na, 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 but you're doing na-na-na-na-na-na. Na-na-na, i am nah, nah, with I, you i with you. I
0: understand. No, that's uh, a really good segue point because talking about Raleigh Road, the first time I thought I was saved was at Kidstown in Raleigh Road because mm-hmm. it was that same sort of situation where it's – and also at that school I went to, every chapel, every chapel, didn't matter who the pastor was, the altar call that we did a few episodes back – it was that, but, mm. like, actual. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't want to dive into a deep dive because this isn't a point of this episode. But, like, you get into the theological perspective of what kind of decision can someone between the ages of four and seven make? Exactly. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, w- in terms of, like, you know, you need to raise them up, teach them right. Yeah. But that's a decision that requires a level of comprehension. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean.
0: I mean, it's dangerous too to give a kid that sort of theology of, "Hey, are you saved? Are you sure you're saved? Are you sure you're
1: not going to hell?" <laughs> That's the yeah. te- I, I, as a kid, that terrified me. Yeah,
0: like, yeah, I was it's more scared true. of
2: hell than I was anything else as a
1: kid. That's it exactly. It I mean, wasn't even about going to heaven; it was just about avoiding the <laughs> other. <laughs> I ain't going there. I
3: mean, I remember going to Upward, and at the end of the year, they would give you a card and say, "Um, you either you came a, became a Christian during Upward, or you rededicated your life." And there's not like. Anything else? So out. I was like, I didn't rededicate my life, but I didn't <laughs> become a Christian as I'm wow. already saved. And I was mm. like, am I just not a good Christian since I didn't rededicate my
0: life? Mm. Draws new box. <laughs> a, new a new box. box right was character. never saved and will never be saved. <laughs> oh, oh. You'd never be invited back oh, man.
2: again. They'd <laughs> be like, kick this, the get out.
0: <laughs> kick this get out.
1: That's the devil. <laughs> that's the devil. He's a demon. Oh, man. Oh. Yeah,
0: but uh, I definitely, I think that's dangerous theology. So even to this day, I can't point to a specific moment in my life and say that is the point at which I became saved because there's a great quote on this. And I don't know who the original uh, quote is, but I heard it from Spencer Davis. Shout out to Spencer Davis over at Snowbird Wilderness Outfitters. He said, uh, salvation is like the sunrise. You can look up at 3 p.m. in the morning and see that, or 3 p.m. in the morning, 3 (laughs) p.m. in the afternoon and see that the sun is rising and not know what time it rose that morning. But the evidence that the sun is there and present mm-hmm. means that it's there. Wow, that's the, the sun's there means that it's there. That's not yeah, an exact. That's a good play on words. That's really That's a good play on words, right there. So I've never
3: good. thought
2: about it that way. I mean, that's yeah. like, yeah. wow. Yeah, and there will be a lot of times where people will like, they literally teach on the fact that you should know exactly when you have saved, got saved. Guess what? If it went the right way, you probably have no
0: idea. <laughs> I mean, that's, you don't have to see the sunrise to know that the sun is in the sky. Exactly. I mean, a lot of pastors
3: we, and preachers are like, "Oh, write
0: down the date back in in the back
1: of your Bible. See, whenever
3: yeah. you have doubts, you can look at that." Well, that ink doesn't mean anything. Right?
1: I mean. Yeah, and like really, from a we 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 talk about testimonies wrong. We make it seem like you have to have a testimony that you you came out of your drug addiction and mm-hmm. you were sleeping around and all this stuff, and God yeah. delivered you. It doesn't happen like that for everybody right. I would mm-hmm. venture to say it doesn't happen like that for more people than it does happen that way for. Mm-hmm. Is that a powerful testimony? Yes, but you know it's it's not like that's supposed to be looked at in a more positive light. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean,
2: this is kind of a vague example, but well not vague, but like the early life of Jesus. It was kind of boring <laughs> <laughs> yeah there was, 30 years yeah wow. <laughs> like <laughs> it, uh, it was the, like the first like you know it talks about you know they ran to egypt and all that mm-hmm. and then the whole thing when he was a 12 year old debating with people but other than that he was just a carpenter's kid yeah. yeah it's like we don't you don't need that exciting story that's not how god works i mean sometimes it's going to be that exciting story but yeah. if yep. you don't have one so what? It's not about you. <laughs> None <laughs> of this is about you. So yeah. You know.
1: Yeah, it wasn't like oh Jesus of Nazareth. It's just like oh, isn't that Jesus of Nazareth? <laughs> yeah. You I mean that
0: guy that looks is like three houses down? Mary's, down Mary's son. <laughs> <laughs> Mary's son. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. That kid always acted
2: a little strange. Too. Judas's brother? No, <laughs> <laughs> or not Jude.
0: Jude's oh, brother. No. Jude's brother. Yeah.
2: Jude's brother? <laughs> or no, and Jude and James. Yeah. James's brother can never be a prophet. Anymore. Which I've always I'm wondered,
3: telling. what would it be like? All the other kids getting spakins but Jesus since he was perfect.
0: Oh, I'm mean, here uh, <laughs> uh, Jesus speaks around the corner. <laughs> Why did get an intro? I feel like. Why did I, Jesus never get an in intro? I would rather if I was the sibling, honestly. They did. Yeah. They actually did. Oh, no, yeah. Sibling. I get that completely. Yeah. Because they were like, he
2: never does anything wrong. Well, mm. we can't. <laughs> he can't. can't. Jesus is, is like, not I'm the oldest, or so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Where were we going? Oh, um, we got next on the I agenda? I see that you were in the praise band and tech team. Oh,
0: yeah. Is that your first ministry position? Uh, I guess, yes. <laughs> <laughs> if you call it that, yeah. So um, I did the tech team for a while because they just needed someone to do the slidey thingies. And so I did the slidey thingies. Oh, yeah. Been and dead, then I it. unmuted Pastor Joe when he came up on stage. Shout out to Pastor Joe. Um, <laughs> 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 that was pretty much it. There was nothing grand to it. Uh, you sang a few times. I know. I, no, after I, I was saying that was the tech team portion. Okay, I was saying. After tech team, yes, I sang in the praise band for a while. Can you give us some virtualization Recordings out here? Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <There's some> recordings? <laughs> tech? I hope not. Yeah. On the tech Come team. Got
2: like your voice your dude. voice is perfect for it. world okay. fans nope, nope, out nope, there nope, nope, you nope, have nope. a job. Help me find them. Send them to my Instagram. <laughs> don't
0: friend my mom on Facebook. Bro, no, no, Possible no. Don't, I don't do
1: that, but just just, just help me find it. Just I don't do have vocalization, but I can post Atlas. Yeah. Mm, please don't <laughs> post Atlas. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> tech guys, shout out to the tech guys in churches because they don't ever get any love, but they get hate when something goes yeah. wrong. So like bro, if you are Two tenths
0: of a second behind changing the slide, and the, the first worship note him. of that worship leader. Turn it, turn it.
1: Or when someone like holds their mic near another mic, and you hear a squeak, and then and everyone then they looks blame back it on at you. you. <laughs> it's like they did it. It's not my fault, guys. Oh man, yeah. Oh, <laughs> tech, man. tech
0: is stressful. Couldn't yep. be me. Yep. Thanks, That's Nate. F- <laughs> for all of our sound equipment
2: stuff. Oh, I man. didn't even catch that at first. <laughs> <laughs> so going to the next point, it's saying that you struggled to fit in and was always okay with everyone but didn't really have a circle. Of
0: yes, so uh, I was not a likable person. Oh no. <laughs> I still might not be. Um, I don't know. James didn't like me, bro. He threw hot coffee at me. That, <laughs> Whoa. that was partially
3: on purpose, but also not. It was mostly on accident. He threw hot mostly coffee on at accident. him. I mean I warned them
0: Stop throwing the spitballs at me Okay Yeah stopped. I was that kind of kid Um so You're still that kind of kid, <laughs> no, bro. What? <laughs> what? Dang. Okay, whatever. So mean. The I'm slander. I mean, it's sorry. a podcast,
2: Nate. We gotta Poor be nice. I get slandered all nice the time. We gotta be nice to
1: him. Just this one time. I'm good boy. Like, would you oh, we rather We gotta me, touch on good boy later. Would you rather me putting it in, ri- in writing and it be libel? Oh. <laughs> yes. <God>. Dang.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, I was always a big kid growing up. Still am now. Um, and. Something about size makes people wary to be friends with you. Mm. Like you you always have an inherent disadvantage. You're picked last for sports teams even if you're the best player on the field. Mm. Um and I I never really had a network of friends ever um and just kind of had maybe one or two people that I hung out with all throughout high school. So shout out to Donovan. He was the one guy I hung out with throughout all my years. He's a police officer now. So, um, yeah, overall, I was probably a jerk because I was, like, I desired attention. Like, I wanted friends, and nobody wanted to be my friend. And so I would act out in ways that they would give me attention, but not in the best manner. You know Mm. what I mean? Yeah. So to anyone that I hurt through that, I am so sorry. That is not he's who I meant now. to be. He's better now. Hashtag now he's, better now.
2: He's doing a podcast and everything. It's yep. kind of cool. Early official. Model, it's pretty lit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty
0: lit right here. Lit. James threw <laughs> hot coffee at me. <laughs> <laughs> I still feel bad about that, not going to lie. But <laughs> Even though it was pretty funny, but I feel bad. <laughs> All this to say, there are certain people who, growing up, were always there for me, and I will forever be appreciative to them. Number one, first and foremost, Ronald Taylor i would not be who i am or where i am today without him so um just his willingness to include me in group activities and hang out with me even though they, he didn't have to and mm. just the way he helped me stay involved was super crucial to the foundation of my faith mm. he was the first person to show me what being a brother in christ looks like mm. and i don't want to get choked up about it but <laughs> it means a lot to me yep um So, yeah, Ronald's awesome.
2: There you go.
0: Um, So,
2: Ronald, he was basically around the whole time you were in high school too, right? Yes. Well,
0: for most of it. And then when I became a junior, I think, he went on to work at Snowbird because he was a little bit older than me. Still is. That's how age works. Really. (laughs) That is true. So, um, when he went on to Snowbird... You know, we would go to Snowbird every summer. I should probably explain what Snowbird is. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because we're about to go into a lot of that. Snowbird Wilderness Outfitters is a summer camp for middle school, high school students that is um, founded on really good Christian principles. Uh, It has a focus on outdoor recreations, and it's just a really awesome place to be. And so when we would go every summer... It kind of became a customary, like you know, you knew some of the people from your church were going to end up working there eventually. Yeah. Well, Ronald was one of those people. Ronald, Adam, um, the other Adam that was in the youth group at the time, um, I forget, I forget her name. There was a girl that went there too, um, Haley. There was a, there was a big group of the upperclassmen when I was in high school that went on to work at Snowbird so being as close to ronald as i was i was like well i want to be like ronald and ronald was like it would be very it would behoove you greatly to come work at snowbird
1: behoove behoove
0: so i like that word uh the first time actually this is probably important to get into first the going into my senior year i went to snowbird for the last time as a camper And outside of like retreats, those don't really count. Mm -hmm. I went to Snowbird for the last time as a camper. And that was the first time I ever really had a moment of realization that I needed to take my faith seriously. Mm. Because I remember very vividly sitting in the metal building with Ronald. The power had just gone out and he had a flashlight under his Nalgene. And it served as like a lantern for the group. (laughs) And we were sitting around and we were all just pouring our hearts out to to each other. It was me, Ronald, Ty. Who else was there? Were you there? Yeah. Okay. Fat I think, was there probably. I think Zach as well and Dylan. Zach. Zach was there, yeah. Hmm. Um, shout out to Zach. Zach, we need to get you on the pod. We do. Love Zach. He's a great guy too. <laughs> but um I just remember him looking at us and being like, What are y'all wait or what are y'all waiting on? Why aren't y'all taking your faith seriously? You come here year after year and you hear the same thing to get energized for one week. And then you're on a Jesus high and you crash. What are you waiting on to take it seriously? Mm. And that was the first time that I had ever analyzed my faith and been like, wow, I'm not taking this seriously. Mm. But as a junior in high school, I still had a lot of maturing to do. So, of course, there's ups and downs to that too. Um, But then the summer after high school, I applied for a servant team. And I got into servant team and I called Ronald. I was like, hey, I made it. And he was like, Oh, that's cool. I'm leaving Snowbird.
1: Like what? That hits. Yeah.
0: So, (laughs) uh, I went on to work at Servant Team at Snowbird on Servant Team. Mm -hmm. Met a great group, great group of guys there. Great guys that I still love even to this day. Uh, A different Donovan. Shout out to you, Austin Scott. Great guy. I appreciate everything he did for me, even though I loathed him for it. I was very unappreciative during my time there. <laughs> um, and Blake Lacey. Blake, we absolutely have to have you on the pod. Blake is one of the best guys I've ever known in my life. Mm. He's the uh, lead singer of Back Row Baptist. Oh. show me some of so his stuff. Yeah, he's a You're really a good, good singer.
2: singer. I like it. My thumbs up of approval in <laughs> my very strange music
0: taste. So, um, I... Worked all on Servant Team. It was very long days. We would work. We had a meeting at 7.30 in the morning, and then we would usually finish our day around 10.30, 11.30 at night. Mm-hmm. And it was hustle, hustle, hustle the entire time. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot of work, but it was – it helped develop my work ethic at that age because before then I didn't really have much work experience at all. Yeah. Um, so – having that community, being force-fed the gospel, even though, I hate to put it like that, but that's exactly what it was. was a (laughs) force-feeding of the gospel. Yeah. Um, And just working hard. That was probably one of the (sighs) most fundamental times of my life because I just did a lot. Mm. And those six weeks were very strenuous. Unfortunately, I had to leave early because my grandma was having some health issues. Mm. Um, But then when I came back, I was like, I need a job. Ooh. Where did I go?
1: Chick-fil-A. Ba, ba, ba. <laughs> I'm so sorry.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, I'm looking over at Nate right now. Chick-fil-A <laughs> is
0: where Nate and I met. We talked about that last week on the pod. We did. Shout out to that orientation. Yep, shout
1: out to the orientation. <laughs> Are you going inside? <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, that was, that was an interesting.
0: You want to hear a funny story that I don't think I've ever told Nate? Nate had his interview with Miss Christie. Oh, I didn't mean to name drop uh, We can B, bleep that part out B, um, it's, it's okay. The owner and operator <laughs> Right before I did And he was in like a three-piece suit and I everything. was not in a three-piece <laughs> suit Dang, I was. You had a tie You had a tie And I was like a tie. We were yeah. just speaking about Mormons <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I looked at him I'm and not. I was like This dude takes this way too seriously <laughs> No, no. You were on a mission though I'll give you that I was. You were dressed for want the job you wanted, not the one you were getting. I
3: mean it shows <laughs> it shows your interest. Like yeah. you're gonna give it your yeah. all.
0: But so. at the time I was like, What a chotch <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I'm sorry, oh, Nate. Man. No, that's okay. <laughs> He's calling the police huh? right now. <laughs> yeah. Hey, there's always broke two 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 a broken and of charging.
1: Please come and get us. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, Start making those man. I don't know. I've always, I always wear a dress shirt and a tie and slacks to an interview. You
0: should. Yeah. And, that's, yeah. Good that's advice. correct. But at 18, I was like, what an idiot. <laughs> you walk in with Chick-fil-A your baggy a. pants. Meanwhile,
1: Nate's like 19.
3: You <laughs> <laughs> had your hat backwards, baggy pants, gold chain around you. What a oh, loser. <laughs> what a loser!
1: <laughs> oh, uh, no, man. I think
0: I was in a dress shirt, too. It was just the fact that he had a tie on. Oh, I was okay. like, bro. I feel like
1: a tie is not that big of an extra step once you already have the dress shirt on. You <laughs> have a point there. Like I mean it's, I it's pretty easy. Yeah. I mean, like, if the only difference is, do you really want to button that top button? Yeah.
0: Anyway, so I started as a regular team member. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> nice transition. And
0: then I transitioned to the uh, marketing team. And I yeah. joined that for a little bit. And I was part of hospitality. If you don't know what hospitality is, you know the little old lady that goes can I refill that drink for you, sweetie? What are we drinking here today? That was me. Nice. I didn't do the little old lady voice, though. You should <laughs> have. I that a creepy you plot, a little, <laughs> Imagine. Like, no, I'm fine.
2: <laughs> You're good. I was.
0: I think I intimidated people when I did table touch-ins. Because you need some more drink. <laughs> you just have this big white dude being like, can I get you some more beverage? <laughs> <laughs> like I I, I, sir, you like to with some butt heads out. Sir, sir, I, I, I really you, don't want to you need inconvenience a drink. you. <laughs> oh, man. are like, okay, I'll have Sprite, please.
3: Water, you said. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> As you get up to go bring it back, they leave. Hurry, oh. we have to go. Hurry, get out of here, let's go. Grab your purse, grab the kids. They've cleaned off leave the table. Leave the kids. They're in the, day, they're in the play zone. Just leave them. They'll have defend to the Yeah,
1: they're so afraid they've cleaned and wiped down their table spotless because they don't want to. <laughs> like,
0: oh man oh man yeah so i did that up through covid Ooh! Ooh shout out to tomorrow. 2020 yeah um if y'all don't know uh during the pandemic chick-fil-a closed their interior so there was no need for a marketing slash catering slash hospitality team Oof. so i was just a regular team member for a while but then i became a trainer and that was fun um um, mm-hmm. uh, voice crack. Do you even pee bro? Uh,
1: like, <laughs> shout out to Katie. Why? Huh? What? Oh, because yeah. she was, Oh yeah. I was just well, no, she was. Podcast. I think she,
0: she was was just a, left. At yeah, that she had left at that point. <laughs> I was just playing. Um, shout out to Katie for my first day of orientation. She telling me that I had way too intense eye contact. Whatever that means.
1: Dang. (laughs) At least she was was like,
0: your eye contact is way too intense.
1: (laughs) And that's why they were afraid of you at the (laughs) table. May I take your order. (laughs) Stares right into the
3: camera. I see your soul.
0: I became a trainer. Um, They didn't want me to be a trainer because I had a very playful attitude. And they didn't think I could be serious, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but I proved them wrong, didn't I? There you go. I became the best trainer we had. we got to stay out of these Chick-fil-A politics. Yikes. Anyway. um, (laughs) But, no, I I kind of saw it because uh, I don't want to say something that's going to get me in trouble. But there was a general disposition of unpleasantness amongst angsty teenagers working at Chick-fil-A. Makes sense. And I wanted to raise the morale overall. So I just filled the role. And it's not that I wasn't capable of being serious. It's just that I filled the role where I was best suited.
1: I, I did the same thing. It was just in the kitchen, so I didn't get in trouble. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh,
0: have I ever told you about the day I thought I was going to get fired?
1: No, I don't think. You might have. <laughs> oh, no. So, Chris getting fired? I believe
0: we're beyond the statute of limitations for this. Yeah, you're good. You're <laughs>
1: good. Chick-fil-A <laughs> hires you back just so they can fire you. <laughs> you're yeah, right, You're right. So...
0: There was one day, I was in the kitchen. I don't remember why I was in the kitchen. I wasn't supposed to be in the kitchen. I mean, like, it's not that I couldn't be in the kitchen, but yep. I had no reason to be in the kitchen. Mm. And another team member was uh, prepping salads. And so she took her gloves off, and she went to toss them into the trash can, and I smacked that into the stratosphere. I smacked <laughs> the gloves out of the air, and I swear, as soon as they touched my hand, I never saw them again. They disintegrated into <laughs> vapor, into Vapor. What I think happened was I think they fell in a fryer somewhere.
1: Oh. How was that near the salads?
0: It flew up. Bro. It went over.
1: Oh, Oh. you weren't for counter when they did it.
0: No, I'm saying I was in the back. They were throwing it away. (laughs) So you know where secondary's at? Yeah. They're throwing it away at the trash can there and I slapped (laughs) them. There we go, Chris. There we go. Oh
1: Oh, no, in the mouth. (laughs) <laughs> I just <hit> my tooth <laughs> on the microphone? Are you okay? Yes, I'm fine. What we'll just happened in uh, the last what? three seconds? <laughs> They're just over here having a conversation <laughs> and Chris goes... Just smacks <laughs> the bottle, shoves poop, poop off. That was to karma for the Chick-fil-A incident. <laughs> Why did you smack it <laughs> Why
4: did you smack
0: the She would just throw it away and I smacked it up you in the air. Damn! down! <laughs> Mr. Basketball so fan, and I never saw that thing again. <laughs> so there's some people Aww. like lifted up so the French fries it, it, and it got so like
3: <laughs> blue got rubber gloves. So no, it
0: was the clear gloves. Oh, it was the yeah. clear one. Yeah. So oh, it'd, it'd be like a better. stretchy. It was like polyvinyl. Yeah, bro, it'd be
1: a stretchy fry. Yeah. Like did someone like see you do it and get on you? Is that how you almost got? It? No, I just right. thought I was
0: gonna start a fire. Oh, that's ha- oh! oh no. Wait. is <laughs> that you when the fire the happened? Light. Like a no, but I was there that day too. You thought oh, you? Man, were I have that. so many good Chick Fil A stories. You thought
1: you were gonna get fired because of that though?
0: Yes, because I thought I was gonna start a fire or something. <laughs> especially <laughs> if like they the fryer. <laughs> Whoa! yeah, from? like if that splashed <laughs> up or something, that could have ended very, very it's badly. Yeah, badly. Yeah, I, like I never man. did that again because oh, that man. that spooked me. <laughs> splash,
1: never did it again. As he smacks the bottle.
0: No, but I mean like. It could have been. It could have been bad. Yep. I Those would have just combusted in a fryer.
1: <laughs> I mean, is it, at least it's not like the KFC fryers where the rats are hopping in. <laughs> so, if you,
0: if you got a spicy sandwich from Chick Fil A sometime in 2019. Just
3: know that you could have eaten a glove. <laughs> just now there's a recall
1: on that one with the back <laughs> corner fryer. You did something <laughs> that's amazing magic right there. I don't even
0: know where it ended up honestly, but I was terrified <laughs> So when it opens Mister Cobb salad <laughs> in there. There it off. is. Dude, I never saw that thing again. I think what happened actually was it got like attached to the top rack where That's very I much. think that's it's probably, probably what still happened. there. It might be. Uh, it it <laughs> might be. At some
3: point in time, it falls off into the fryer. <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble. Either. Chris caused it. the fire a few years later.
0: I want by it to one be through. known very clearly
1: that I heart Chick-fil-A still yeah. to this day. Look, all I'm going <laughs> to say is in a kitchen fire um, incident, should I pull the lever? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying story. anything else other than that, but Yes. Yeah. <sighs>
0: If you're in a situation where there's an isolated fire in a kitchen, do not pull the lever that sprays chemicals on all the equipment. (laughs) With your
1: fryer lids open so that they can all be cleaned out. There you
0: go. I'm glad I got to go home early that day, though. (laughs) I was off. (laughs) No, you know the most fun I ever had working at Chick-fil-A was? The Wilson County Fair. Hmm. That was the best because I basically got paid to transport food and tea to and from, shout out to Leslie, to Leslie, uh, who was actually operating the fair. And Miss Belinda.
1: You know nice. who was probably breading all of that chicken? <laughs> <laughs> you Me. and Herman? Yeah. You remember Herman? Oh. <laughs> you just, you what just, a guy. You just hit a He just like shriveled. It was like a like, oh. deep core. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I need, okay, listeners of the Small World Podcast. <laughs> Uh Uh-oh. There's this guy who used to work at Chick-fil-A named Herman. This is the last Chick-fil-A story I'm going to tell because we're dwelling on this too much. (laughs) I don't want to get in trouble. Like I said, I want to reiterate, I loved all of my time at Chick-fil-A, except the times after Chick-fil-A when other people were involved. But I loved my time at Chick-fil-A, the company, and working for the brand. And it was <laughs> a great experience
1: so right now. Yeah. Just but in case anyway, he needs a
0: job someday is <laughs> this guy named Herman right <laughs> <laughs> And Herman yeah. swore to us By the grace of God himself That he played Professional basketball the In the 90's Orlando. for the Orlando
1: Magic's G League affiliate well, Back then it would have been the practice squad I uh, scoured uh, the internet. I did too. I could not find any. He evidence. also claimed he worked for a jewelry company that he was the CEO of that got bought out by K jewelers.
0: So here's the reality sure, of who Herman is, right? That man is in the witness protection program. <laughs> And he yeah. keeps making Bro, up these
1: alibis. The, the, when he was, he, he was, he said he was colorblind, and so he couldn't tell apart the different cheeses. But they have different patterns <laughs> on them, so it has nothing to do with color. Wait, wait, like, wait, whoa, I can't whoa, tell the difference between Swiss they, and Pimento cheese. They would catch him in it because he could like. It was other stuff too that you know.
0: He's he was a character. Shout out to Herman. What's he doing these days? Do you know? The witness protection program moved him again. All right. <laughs> That's yep. what happened. Got you. Yep, yep. He's the founder. <laughs> He's the founder of the witness protection program. He's Mr. Witness. <laughs> <laughs> Herman Witness. Oh man.
2: So kind of transitioning. Um, we we saw the light side. We're going into mm. the dark side. Mm. Um, where you did something to your knee yes. and your heart. Uh, the injuries moved <laughs> below the neck.
0: Ah, uh, the worst three months of my life. That was, that was nice. I like that. Call back to 20 minutes ago. Um. I was waiting for that one. <laughs> <laughs> He's been waiting, like, just. Oh. So I thought that I had everything very figured out for a short period of time. And my life was moving at a very steady pace. And then very all at once within a two-week period, it all came crashing down.
1: Mm. Literally? Yes.
0: (laughs) Um, So before I injured my knee, which was the worst experience of my life, I'm not going to get into too many details here, but I was involved with someone that I shouldn't have, and it has left emotional scars to this day and hurt me in ways that I couldn't could never fathom asking someone else to go through Mm. um so a combination of that combined with taking a tumble in chick-fil-a that ended in a knee injury led to the worst three months of my life Mm. so Mm. i was on fries working in the kitchen Sorry for laughing at your pain. It was just a physical pain, though. No, it's fine. It's whatever. Okay. <laughs> I didn't take emotional. any offense.
1: <laughs> not yeah, not the emotional. Nice laughing at my emotional pain. <laughs> oh. he's, had he's had to be there for the me emotional. through it. Oh no. <laughs> he's
0: like, I get to laugh at this. I was there. <laughs> oh gosh. Um. So yeah. Uh. There was a broken tile in the kitchen on fries, and my boot got caught, and I fell. Onto the side of my knee. And like I mentioned earlier in the episode, and for any of our video viewers, uh, I am a large man. So uh, when I came down, I got caught against the wall. And the wall doesn't have, it's like, there's nothing to grab onto. Mm. So I couldn't hold myself up in any way. When I came down, I came down straight on the side of my knee. Mm. And my entire body weight, just on the knee. You Mm. know what I mean? Mm. So uh, I had to be taken. I walked out of the building. Don't know how. No mm. clue how I managed that because like pure adrenaline. Literally had to be. I tore my MCL, sprained my PCL, broke my kneecap, and uh, I think I pulled my ACL too. And so you were able that to walk your, on that sucker. I have
1: no idea how. That, I, oh my god. That was your Kobe shooting the free throws with the twenty <laughs> moment. <laughs> oh my word. Chris gets up, finishes sh- shift on pride.
0: <laughs> like no. no. I stayed there for like fifteen minutes. I was like. I don't think I need to call my mom. And the, and the adrenaline started wearing off. I was like, I
1: need to call her. <laughs> oh, no. that, um, there's just something about getting life-changing injuries and trying to finish a shift. <laughs> and, like as Katie fell and hurt her back and was trying to work and she's like, literally crying at work and they sent her home. Oh, my oh gosh. gosh. Yeah. I never it ever. heard that story. Yeah. That's crazy. She fell down a ramp with a butt back on and it like, oh. and slid through yeah, it. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Oh. Why didn't y'all talk about that during her episode? She don't want to talk about her life, I guess. She didn't have a long episode. The whole point of the podcast. It was a long episode, but yeah. Yeah.
0: Anyway, so um, I was restricted to. So we got to have a talk about um, workman's comp because this system (laughs) is flawed. (laughs) It took me three weeks after I got my injury to even get an MRI scheduled. Oh my! So I was. I had a knee immobilizer on. I couldn't walk on it. Anything. Yeah. Oh, also the day after I fell, I like I couldn't put any weight on my leg whatsoever. Yeah. Like I couldn't walk on it at all. I was using crutches while I could, but it was very difficult to get around because, like I said, mm. I couldn't put any weight on it at all. And I had used crutches before, so I knew how to use them. <laughs> I didn't see yeah. Chris for a while.
1: Yes, I was. <laughs> I was
0: literally out for three months. Mm. But um, where was I going with that? Oh yes. It took three weeks to get an MRI schedule because oh gosh. workman's comp just didn't care. They're like, oh, you have a knee problem? Oh, that sucks. <laughs> no, it more than sucks. I tore my MCL. And so the day after uh, I had the injury, something popped in my knee and like my whole knee retracted. Oh. I, it was like a rubber Ooh. band snapping. I think that's the moment I tore my MCL was the day oh, after. Man. Oh, man. That was the worst pain I've ever experienced in my entire life. It was awful. Did you feel it run from one side of the leg to the other? I I couldn't even describe Did that level make a sound of pain. Or? Yes. Mm. It was like... I don't even... Know, like. It was like popping a finger, almost. Oh, that's I, the way it sounded. But I don't like injury talk. Yeah, <laughs> it's gross. Um, so, Satisfying. it took me three <laughs> weeks to get an MRI scheduled. The fourth yeah. week... Yes. The fourth week, almost a month after I had this injury, they finally do an MRI. They're like, yeah, your knee is very messed up. So I was on a knee immobilizer, so I couldn't move it in any way at all mm-hmm. for, I don't even know how many weeks. I The whole injury, like, it took me six months to get all the way better to where I was comfortable moving with my knee properly. Yeah. But I started physical therapy after three months. Oh, my Lord. So I didn't have to get any surgery or anything. The doctor said that I was super blessed because the way it tore, it took the bone with it. So it was like someone uprooted a tree and put it right back where it came from. Wow. Yeah. It was, yeah, I'm very blessed that I didn't that's, have to have surgery. That's incredible. I'm, yeah.
2: I remember you, after you got out of the mobile, you were still limping for Yes. probably two or three months. It was
0: very bad. It mm. hurt a lot. Oh and word. to this day, like I'm still very terrified of falling or injuring money in any capacity. I don't blame you. So, <laughs> more so than just being in physical pain, I don't want to say nobody reached out, but I felt like I didn't have any friends during that period of time.
1: I mm. definitely failed as a friend during that time.
0: I mean, it's fine. Whatever. We're here now. We, we, were, <laughs> we weren't as close. We weren't as close. Then. No, mm-hmm. um, but there were legitimately weeks where i would go without talking to anyone Mm -hmm. and i kind of i was i was salty i was definitely salty because i felt like i had given a lot of myself to other people and you know they didn't even have the decency to check up on me Mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah. And no shade to you guys. You guys are not involved <laughs> in this.
1: <laughs> you got to say that word here. Yeah. <laughs> After you
0: just called him and saying, hey, it's... look." W- w- I will yeah, say I, I was somehow. salty at Nate for a while, but um, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't just Nate. <laughs> Bro, I was working. No, I know. Yeah. I, know, you, I was, know. But that's the thing. It's like life goes on for everyone else, know. but you're stuck at home. You it's can't terrible. move. You can't do anything. Yeah, It was... The, the emotional aspect of it was way worse than the physical aspect mm-hmm. of it because it's one thing to go through that, but it's another thing to go through that and feel like nobody's there for you through it. Yeah.
1: How many seasons through a Madden franchise did you get during that time?
0: Dude, I I swear I didn't do anything until, like, the second month. I started working on my manuscript for... Uh, oh, yeah. Also, I had two short stories published Uh, way before this that... um. One literary review contest, but Ooh. that's neither here nor there. Hey, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. We're just skipping over things. It's fine. Um, mm. um the but man yeah,
1: with the technicolor eyes.
0: Yes, the man with the technicolor eyes and Chubby and the Devil. Those are the name of the two stories. You can probably find them online somewhere. Yeah. Yada yada boo. I've won like eight hundred dollars total in right. scholarships for it. So just eight hundred dollars, nice. something <laughs> slight. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Hey, yeah, I we got two published authors. On this podcast, a it ain't me, it's huh? not me, Isn't it's me. Oh, cool! I didn't know this. Yeah, remember he? <laughs> I'm a um, published got the, poet. Uh, 800- oh. <laughs> remember he got the 800 points. Oh, <laughs> actually, that was messing, a correction. Um, it wasn't like 400. My mom corrected me. She listened to the podcast. Mm-hmm. She told me it was like seven to 800. AR nice. So, mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. The next closest person, I'm sorry, so. The, uh, the that person below me had 300. Oh, nice. Wow. That's yeah. impressive.
2: But, yeah, I remember that was the time you were injured because um, I just started to get to know you that mm-hmm. time. And I remember always wondering, like, where's Chris? Like, I knew you were hurt, but I was yep. like – is anybody like I was thinking? Has anybody like talked to him? Nope. Because and because I had barely—I don't even think I had your number. At yeah, this no. Point. <laughs> we and
0: were barely—we barely knew each we other. Were quaint, we like yeah.
1: didn't but, hang out outside of work. Yes. Like we were at that point. Uh, and I remember yeah. like being at White Dragon, and I finally see you again, getting out of your car, <laughs> and I was mm. like. Chris? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I do
2: remember we were tra- we were planning the ski thing and I felt terrible mm. that you were not able to go cuz you were like so excited about excited. it and I was like even when we were on it, I was like, I feel bad for Chris.
1: Well, you put Chris in a tube and push him <laughs> down. <laughs> the tube flips. Ah! Was- <laughs> I mean, you were excited. I barely about knew you, but yeah. you were so
2: excited. And I was like, yeah, we're all getting... And then he got hurt, and I was like, Oh. And I, I was thinking
3: about like our last trip, how fun that was. And I'm mm-hmm. like, yes, another trip with Chris, but like to the mountains this time. And just... yeah. yeah, James and I have had some fun trips over the years. Yeah. Which I feel bad that I wasn't like... Close during that time, if you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I know that. Don't like, feel
0: bad. Well, like. We all feel bad. I, now. Well, but the thing fe- is, like. I didn't say this to make y'all feel bad. I knew
3: <laughs> that you, <laughs> my experience. Experience. I knew you were going through a hard time physically. Mm. Mentally, yeah. I didn't know as much. Mm. Um, I found out but I didn't really, later. like. You know, we, like, didn't really hang out, like, all the time right, everywhere. Yeah. But, yeah. like, I don't know. It's just I still felt bad since I wasn't seeing you, like, at Bible study mm. or anywhere else.
2: Yeah. I remember after you kind of you started coming back on thursday nights um there's a moment i kind of felt like I, it was when we started getting closer as friends mm-hmm. is when you were kind of talking it through yeah and i I was like dang like that was me like three years ago yeah <laughs> So
0: yeah when you were telling your point, story like i can relate pretty Was well, that thunder that i'm glad thunder. i put my top up dang <laughs> <laughs> i can relate pretty thoroughly because i mean like i said That was the darkest point in my life. I felt like nobody was there for me. Mm I completely shut everybody out after that. And it took a while for me to even try to connect with other people. Like, there were certain circles where I was comfortable engaging with other people, like at Bible study. Mm -hmm. But there's, I mean, like, I hold resentment to this day over certain Mm -hmm. people who I thought were Mm -hmm. my closest friends and thought that I could trust to, you know, talk about anything, do anything. There's a person. Who lived in Wilson, we were best friends for a long time, moved away to Wilson, came back to Wilson, and I never didn't know until I saw them out in public. Yeah. I'm like,
2: so what happened?
0: What yeah, what happened? Yeah. yeah. I thought we were friends. What happened? Yeah. So I'm sorry. No, I'm just kidding. I'm <laughs> <laughs> I like, Nate, how could you? So no. that being said, uh that got me thinking about how when I was younger, you know, the struggles I had making kids, I was like, what is it about me that is so unapproachable? Mm. And Nate, do you have a joke to make?
1: You, I, I may have misheard you. You said <laughs> but kids. But I think it's the struggle I had to make kids. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, that's what kids. I heard, but I was like, I, I know what you mean. So I had nobody friends when <laughs> I, I were kids. I knew what you
0: were seeing. making friends with other kids yeah, when here, I was younger. There you go. I'm <laughs> sorry. I, I that's didn't fine. Um, so I started like psychoanalyzing myself, and that led me into – you know, getting deeper into my faith, getting deeper into my theology. Yeah. And because I was like, well, if I don't have anyone else, I have to have God. Right. Yeah. So even in that, I still feel like a failure to this day about how consistent I am with my faith. Mm. I also probably have a bout of imposter syndrome, but that's neither here nor there either. <laughs> um, Cause I don't think I'm eh. anyway. Um, <laughs> so, I started reading some different people, um, started listening to some different people, and that kind of led me, I don't want to call it deconstruction, I'll call it a reconstruction of my faith. There you go. And there's a book by John MacArthur, you have my phone, I was going to look up the name of it, I don't even remember what it was called. Uh, You don't have it in the show notes. No, I don't. Um, But that book by John MacArthur kind of led me to transform the way that I viewed salvation. Mm -hmm. Because, like I said, growing up free will, it's always about, well, you have to choose God. You have to choose God. Mm -hmm. And I was in the mindset of, well, if nobody even wants to be friends with me, why would the God of the universe Mm -hmm. desire me? Why would he accept me if I did choose him? Mm -hmm. And that was partially what led me into Reformed theology because not having a choice in the matter just makes so much more sense to me. Mm -hmm. I don't want to make this, you know calvin calvinist podcast but um (laughs) just the whole doctrine of god choosing us it was significant to me at the time because that was something that i didn't have in my life and Mm -hmm. we're at the point now where we're talking about you know a year year ago six months ago Mm -hmm. and it's just crazy to see how god's been working in my life through that because having that knowledge having that understanding that okay we didn't choose god god chose us Mm-hmm. has led me to be more disciplined towards, well, if God chose you, then he chose you for a reason. Yeah. So it's time to stand up and act for that reason. Yeah. So. Isn't
3: it I freeing? Can... Yes, it's because it's very... like you don't feel like the chains of you, it's on you. hmm I mean, Not saying go out and do crazy mess. Oh, or like, no. no. Like, there is fruit of the Spirit, like, that shows you are a Christian, but that's mm-hmm. not making you a Christian. That's just the side effects of being a christian so i mean there's a clear difference but i mean it's just very freeing
0: and like i said even to this day i have struggles where i i don't feel like i'm worthy of going to god for prayer even though i know that that's what he's called us to Mm -hmm. i go through times where i don't feel worthy of approaching god with my sin struggles Mm -hmm. even though that's what he's called us to and it's comforting to rededicate myself to the knowledge that no matter how much sin there is in the world, no matter how much shortcoming there is, there is always more grace. Mm-hmm. And that's that's been pretty fundamental for me lately.
3: Yeah, I'm curious yeah. which book you read
2: now. Like, I really want to know. I, 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 just, it I just
0: finished quick. one of his yeah. books.
2: Yeah, I can, I can memorize
1: I can that book. I love John
0: McCartney.
2: <laughs> but, yeah, um, yeah, it seems like, though, like when you start realizing, you know, where you are in your faith and what your faith is, that's when, you know, I mean, there is an enemy out there, and that's when that those doubts start to come. Mm. Um, and, yeah, I can see that in my own life. You're just like, oh, wow, I'm doing great. And then you're like, oh, man, but I did this. And it's just, it's just doubt, 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 doubt. Um, and that's the strongest tool is just it's to be, put, basically make it awkward between us and God. Because mm. um, when it's awkward, that's when you don't pray. That's when you don't do like you don't go to his word you're just like, eh, this is kind of awkward between me and him because in any relationship if you feel like you've wronged somebody, you're going to have that, but it doesn't work that way with God because you know, he's merciful, he's loving. Um, you know, it's that's
0: called ashamed of the gospel.
3: I'm that's actually um one I'm wanting to read. I yeah. just finished yeah, the, after I it I changed. just finished the book from him, um, the gospel according to Jesus mm. and yep. I'm currently working on the book Strange Fire. Yep. Uh, which is Really good book. Um, I recommend reading um, the Gospel According to Jesus before you read Strange Fire. But I'll definitely have to put that on my uh, wish list.
0: Yeah, if I could recommend three reading materials for a young Christian, it would definitely be Mere Christianity by C.S. Lewis. Mm-hmm. Um, what is it? The Pursuit of the Holy by A.W. Tozier. Is that? The, or is it the it knowledge? right the knowledge, the, knowledge the, the knowledge of the Holy. think It's knowledge of the Holy. Knowledge of the Holy by A.W. Tozier and that one yeah that's a name i've already forgotten already by john MacArthur. Yeah. there's another one i <laughs> Shame
3: highly something. recommend Shame it's the, the holiness of, the of god um yep. by rc Sproul. yep um
2: ooh, Sproul. and if you
3: get the um audible edition ashley has his voice narrating it oh Wait, wow ooh. so apparently they got him to narrate it before he passed that's cool or it's some of that ai mess that mm-hmm.
0: amazon's doing i don't know but <laughs> it
3: just it fits the book really well yeah
0: so i'm currently listening to a podcast called the rise and fall of mars hill and speaking of things that have been fundamental to faith that podcast has been really eye-opening to the way that i have viewed church leaders as well i'm not advocating that you distrust all church leaders and everyone's mark driscoll or anything (laughs) but um there oh i don't want to misquote it but there was a quote in there it was so good he was talking about how we look back to authors of the faith and trust them the way that we would our fathers because they can't discipline us like our fathers. Mm. And that was, like, it It made me think about the way that I read Christian literature because it's like, yes, you are completely right. I am reading this in a way that I want my father to be proud of me, yeah. but C.S. Lewis cannot discipline me spiritually today. A.W. Tozer cannot discipline me spiritually today. Yeah. And so, with that in mind, when you read these books, keep that present, mm-hmm. would be my warning. That's a really nice. good way to look at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. It's really good stuff.
2: Yep. So, on to the next part. <laughs> um, we we'll go My face back. for the, uh, the Yeah, lock. for your lock. That I can look at the notes again. Such a sweet puppy. That is a sweet puppy.
0: Yes, I have a dog named Raven. She's my light <laughs> to my life. <laughs> so, kind of
2: going now to, I guess, current times. Mm-hmm. um, you are currently going to
0: ECU. Yup, Go Pirates. So yeah, we think we've heard that bill. Third few times. tier. I think y'all Fourth are tier. y'all are a little bit aware that I have drunk
1: the purple Kool-Aid. He has drunk a lot of the purple <laughs> Kool-Aid. We well, call that lean on the ECU campus. The lean <laughs> Yes. That's incredible. Uh That's
0: funny. I love Uh, that. Oh, man. Yep. So uh, I go to ECU. Well, I finished up at uh, Wilts Community College, got my Associates in Arts degree. Shout out to the dub. Just kidding. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Please stop. It's not an accomplishment.
1: (laughs) There's people out there trying to get their Associates degree right now, and you're telling them it's not an accomplishment. It's an accomplishment for
0: them, but I have loftier goals. So uh, (laughs) if you're trying
1: to get your Associates degree, Chris is better than you. Yep. That's no, that's said. not at all what
0: I'm that's saying. That's
3: what he said. That's, he that's he not said. at all what I said. He Quote. was trying to say, have a higher standard. Have a no, higher I
1: am grade. proud of anyone
0: you're trying yourself. to attain a higher level of education. You're doing great, and you're going to make it all the way. I know. I trust in you. I believe in you. Encouragement. You so ride anyway. the ship. I, like it. <laughs> <Good> <laughs> I, I go to ECU. I am a senior. Hashtag fifth year. Just kidding. That's COVID's, uh, that's COVID's fault. Yeah, that is actually yeah. COVID's fault. I mean, there's
1: nothing wrong with that. I was just, yeah.
0: I mean, it's my four and a half semester, but yeah. it's fifth year whatever. I think it's funny <laughs> to say. Um, studying, Super senior. Studying English <laughs> with a minor in communication, currently working at the East Carolinian. It's kind of a funny story how I ended up at the East Carolinian. So I got an email one day. It was like, actually, I saw this in two locations. I got an email it was like, something about writing and at the time i was looking for a creative writing club at east carolina because i was like well if i want to do something with this i want to be passionate about it i want to get with other people who are like-minded about writing mm-hmm. so i was like cool there's not a creative writing club i was mm-hmm. like what
1: <laughs> yeah like, tony what at ECU.
0: I'm the treasurer of the Creative Writing Club now, though, because we established one this semester. Nice. So, congrats. <laughs> there you go.
1: You've paved the re- uh, road for future people. Paved the way. Nice. Yep. Founding father. Uh, <laughs> they have a statue <laughs> of you. <laughs> he was <laughs> not to the Luther.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was the Calvin to Blake's Luther. There you go. Um, anyway, so uh, that the Creative Writing Club came later, so I was like, well, heck, I want to write somewhere. So then I saw I was using the bathroom on a Tuesday. I remember this so clearly. (laughs) It was like, it was another one of these flyers. It was like, hey, come try out for the newspaper. And I was like, all right, I'm not doing anything for the next hour and a half. (laughs) (laughs)
1: How do you try out for a newspaper? Like, write the article. (laughs) Yeah,
0: no. So what they do is they give you, well, so it was two parts. The first part was a, like, fill-in-the-blank form about general knowledge, knowledge about East Carolina, about North Carolina, all that kind of stuff, like who are our senators, who's the governor, who's the chairman of ECU, where is this building located? All that sort of stuff. Sheesh.
1: Yeah. I right didn't know I might fail <laughs>
0: right I now. didn't know any of the ECU part. I knew I was past senators with flying colors. That part was great. I know I like <laughs> local government. Uh, one of the questions was, who's the mayor of Greenville? I wrote down, Miss Greenville. <laughs> <laughs> I had no clue. Um, but then the second part was a written portion, and they gave you, like I think it was like 15 facts about a fire in the library, at Joiner Library, and they were like, write the first 500 words of an article using only this information. Hmm. So I wrote it, and then they're like, uh, we have three sections. We have sports, we have arts and entertainment, and we have news. Pick which one you want to be in from most to least. So I was like, sports, sports, news. Because <laughs> I do really <laughs> not want right to be right in now. arts and entertainment. <laughs> yes, I I don't hate arts and entertainment. I didn't say that. Um, I love <laughs>
3: sports. I love sports. Bro, this guy knows everything. Like, you go to, say, a team, <laughs> and yeah. he'll tell you the whole life history of that one single player. <laughs> in their hometown, where they grew up, their who his best friend was. Their <laughs> <laughs> he He knows everything. He's he's like Wikipedia on that one was, person. I'm an encyclopedia
0: cat. of absolutely useless information, including sports knowledge. It's obviously not useless <laughs> if you're using it for true. what you're doing. True, yeah.
1: true, true. Yeah. Monte Morris, go.
0: Monte Morris, uh, he played for the Nuggets for a few years. He was drafted in the second round. I want to say he was the 49th pick um, in 2013 or something like that. He, I don't know where he went to college I was about to say for a while I could tell you where every NBA player Drafted drafted went to college uh, I can't do that anymore Because I haven't kept up with it Dang. But like the higher profile players I still know where they all went to college Who does everybody. Monte
1: Morris currently play for the
0: Bulls?
1: It's the Washington Wizards. The Wizards. wizards. I should have known. <laughs> <should've> known the <laughs> Wizards I don't, I don't fan. With, ask that. I don't have any. You're no Wizards about fan? Washington. It's so weird. Look, it right? hurts, man. Don't bring it up. How does
0: it feel that Michael Jordan is your franchise's best player?
1: That actually uh, consoles me a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, man.
0: Anyway, <laughs> so I've been writing with the East Carolinian. I started off as a candidate, I was a sports reporter last semester uh through the summer semester as well and i am now the chief of sports so nice Moving fun stuff in the world i'm excited it comes with a lot of responsibility so i'm kind of nervous for that i edited my first story the other day and i felt mean the whole time <laughs> i i hate, telling people, <laughs> it's to... <just> <laughs> I hate telling people to fix things i felt oh, so mean man. as he tells
3: you to get a better education i'm messing i'm messing
0: uh, Bro, if you're going for your associates, cool, but that better not be the end goal. Is all I'm saying, that better not be go. the end game.
1: <laughs> proponents like, of uh, education to to here at Small World Podcast and that you're going to completely reshape. Good plug, good Once plug. He <laughs> Once it gets posted. Did. <laughs> I'm sorry. Once it gets posted. I'm sorry. I
2: didn't know it was ready. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't message you at all. Uh, so, here, at Small World
0: yeah. Media. We are very connected.
2: Yeah, we do great here.
0: <laughs> James didn't even know where we were recording you <laughs> know, until last.
3: I was driving and Austin calls and he's like, Hey, James. And I'm like, Hey. And he's like, So, you know where we're at? And I'm like, The same place? He's like, No, (laughs) no. no. At least it's close.
2: So Uh, I I was heading there,
3: but he called me right before I made the wrong turn. Uh, Oh, wow. That was clutch.
0: It it was just before. And I'm like,
2: Okay. (laughs) There you go.
0: (laughs) So, yeah. Senior at ECU. Hopefully we'll be graduating in the spring semester if we can get past Spanish 4. Mm, Spanish yes. has been the bane of my existence. I don't speak a word of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> As we started off with you speaking Spanish <laughs> in the yep. beginning. Yep. No, I know muy poquillo español. Spanish. <laughs> muy poquillo. Oh, uh,
1: the vocabularies. If we drop me. you into a primarily Spanish-speaking country, are you surviving?
0: How good are they at um, charades, <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. Donde esta el baño? Hey, there they go. I mean, you just Bathroom,
2: go
3: right like this. They all start <laughs> pointing, bro. I tell you, they all start pointing to that back room,
0: <laughs> right over there. Uh, I guess yeah. It depends on how good they are at charades because I'm gonna get super frustrated not being able to remember a word, and I'm like, what's chicken?
1: Pollo! Donde está (laughs) pollo? They're like, why are you mad?
3: (laughs) Just don't do what I was doing to people. I thought their hats were looking nice, so I was like, bueno. And then it's like, good. Good. (laughs) Like, I would go, bueno. And they're they're like, staring at me, and I have to point to my head. And then they're like, okay, cool. Huh? (laughs) And then I was like, "Uh, sombrero. And they're like, oh, gracias. (laughs) Like, oh, <laughs> you could have just say
1: bueno or something right. i like added into the <laughs> intently. Oh man. Intently.
0: Uh, yeah, so I have to pass Spanish Pringle. 4. Um I'm Oh, Ooh, the thunder. thunder. That was the sound na, of Spanish na, 4. Na, 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 na. <laughs> that was Spanish approaching. 4 coming for me. <laughs> that was good <laughs> the ASMR. The final boss. Yeah. That is the, f- the literally nothing else from here matters except Spanish 4. Mm. But uh, I have my favorite <laughs> professor this semester. Shout out to <laughs> Dr. Wilson Akamura <laughs> He's my favorite. He's so good. I love his uh, classes. It is raining heavily. Oh, we have to carry really all good. the
1: audio equipment out of here.
3: It's all good. I have to drive in my little Ooh. car, but it likes to slide. Oh, oh boy!
0: <laughs>
1: Jokey drift starts playing. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, might it be happens final a lot. This the
0: podcast. real question. If James dies on the way home, can we still publish this episode? Is that, do we do get it a a That's a remembrance. That's a remembrance. James almost made it
1: into official memory. <laughs> 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 he was
3: Nate got replaced, but then James died on the way leaving. Oh no! So then Yo, Nate had bored. to get back. Are yeah, they I'll gonna be able to sense. hear this? Yeah, they'll be able to hear us. Maybe I'm a sure. little bit. we will be able to hear the rain? Hello, and that's what I'm saying.
2: It's a small world podcast.
0: Just be able to Oh am I God, this get home. Rain <laughs> <session>. <laughs> So yeah. Um, what's next for me? Uh, hopefully, I'll graduate with a degree in
1: English. <laughs> that's the go. plan. Hopefully, make it What's home your tonight? What's your plan with that though?
0: Uh, I would love to go into sports media in some capacity. If that's ESPN, if that's The Ringer if that's the wilson daily times would you
1: accept barstool
0: i would love to work at barstool (laughs) absolutely just had to ask i would love to work at barstool Mm, but um yeah i want to i want to write for a living that's hopefully what god has for me yeah um but we'll see i guess
2: you're kind of doing it somewhat of a journalism thing right here with small world media right
0: yep uh, I guess that's something we can talk about too is the birth of small world media Yeah. so I knew that I always wanted to do a podcast way back in the day now this will be a fun if you can find it thing for <laughs> our uh, listeners out there I used to do a podcast called claustrophobia small talk in a small space with Logan Massey I'm not shouting you out Logan that's not a shout out
3: oh wow. <laughs> wow logan he didn't they, it. Were, they were they were okay podcast it. <laughs> it was not as professional but I it, mean, was was, as professional it, it was not so. as it was have this amazing
2: lighting
0: it that was took me forever pretty so good ever. with what y'all had yes we had a good time though and i always knew that i enjoyed podcasting and i wanted to do another podcast at the same time i wanted to hone my journalism abilities i wanted to improve as a journalist and that kind of in part, led us to where we are today with Small World Media. Nice. Yeah, Did now we're five. The
1: Chicken Boys? The Chicken Boys. Los Pollos Hermanos? We don't discuss those days. <laughs> the Chicken Boys.
2: That sounds really cringy. It, it is cringy.
0: was cringey. Everything about the Chick-fil-A era was cringy.
2: Wow. Yeah.
0: Anyway.
1: That wasn't a legitimate idea. I got to
3: feel the drama of Chick-fil-A, oh. because most of my friends
2: worked there. <laughs> So they just told all the tea to <laughs> James. James, James is, yes.
3: honorary Chick-fil-A. No, 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 no. It was awful. <laughs> I would invite my friends to hang out, and all they would talk about was stupid Chick-fil-A politics. <laughs> and I'm like, so what do you guys want to do? And they're like, talk eh, about Chick-fil-A. whatever. And then right. they're talking, and I'm like, I don't care how you like make a nugget different than
0: this person. Like, <laughs> I just don't care. Talking about Chick-fil-A politics is a vibe. Yes, it is. It's a whole, it's a if you know, you know. If you know, middle. you know. Tight circle. Yep so nice. catch my books hitting your shelves sometime in the future about working right. on a manuscript five uh, to ten
1: years or are we hope it earlier do what Ooh, look five at to that ten win. years or are we hope it earlier we're gonna Hopefully die.
0: sooner. Wow, that rain is coming in sideways. It is oh hitting the door at a gosh. parallel angle. That is Guys, gonna... if this is the last episode <laughs> <laughs> of the we're going to have a tornado next <laughs> <laughs>
1: Golly. <laughs> we, if a if, if, if tornado happens right now, we have to keep recording, right? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Wait, we have
3: to hit the upload button as soon as we can. <laughs> <laughs> we just I got to make sure <laughs> it says save. That's it. Not I don't have my first laptop to edit?
0: Can I borrow a hotspot? I got you, fam. That'll be my first Holy book. Crap. The Tornado Podcast.
2: Goodness, gracious. no!
0: I would describe my writing as somewhere between C.S. Lewis and Quentin Tarantino.
2: That's a good writing style. Thunder. It's. I'm like watching this. This is this. <laughs> I'm watching this light pole out here just holding on for dear life. Falls on our, all, all of our cars. In one oh single boy. <laughs> okay. Just just one one important question though. Power goes out. We still have audio a little bit. Yeah. So then we'd be in yeah, a creepy yeah, It's room. powered by my computer. Okay, that would be kind of cool. Just the lights
0: go. We're
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, oh no.
0: <laughs> I have to anyway, turn on
2: the flashlight on my phone over there. I mean, I hope. I mean, it's supposed to be.
0: We've gone off the rails.
2: I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> we but just are, got distracted I by a massive storm outside.
0: All right. So yes, uh, my books will be hitting the shelves one day. That's un- that's a si- that's a personal goal. I want to be a best selling author. But um, nice. It's still raining outside.
1: What what qualifies that? someone as a bestseller?
0: Uh, I do not mean to sound sarcastic when I say this. How many copies of the book are sold? I, I, I <laughs> yeah. knew
1: that, but like, what's the what's the number?
0: Uh it depends. Mm. You just have to be better it's, than it's, everybody yeah. else. <laughs> it's like points go. per game. You don't have to have a certain number of points.
1: You just have to have more points Chris than... gets at the season where they're averaging fifteen point nine at the top. <laughs> <laughs> He's like I made it though. I made it boys. I love your
0: writing. My tea stop. My teaser <laughs> is uh that my writing is somewhere between Oh no
4: the podcast oh,
1: <laughs> oh, okay, we're no, good. I we wasn't, wasn't really using them kill. anyway. They were just for a look, for aesthetic. <laughs> no, I mean, I could hear, but my teaser, everything's uh,
0: for my writing is somewhere between C.S. Lewis and Quentin Tarantino. I think that's a fitting name for the episode of this podcast. That works. <laughs> is that the one liner? <laughs> yes. Uh, I was saving
1: that. I banked it. I'll write that down.
2: All right. I got to make the thing and all that tonight, anyway. So, how are we you? doing
1: on
0: time?
2: We're an hour and thirty minutes.
1: Woo, we need to wrap Dang. it up. I feel like you just wanted to be the longest real I really didn't. Was, I thought
0: we were like thirty minutes in honestly. Are you for real? I'm no. very serious. I was looking at the it's I was 11? looking at, was yeah,
1: looking dude, at the yeah. clock, yeah. clock going right up there. and
3: down because it kept on like flashing me. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, hello. It's wow, Yeah,
0: we need to wrap this up. Yeah, we do. No.
3: <laughs> I was like,
2: "Hello,
0: 9:40 or 9:50." Oh, oh, hello. <laughs> oh, eleven. Well, so anyway,
2: <laughs> there, Chris. Do you have any words of wisdom for our listeners and viewers?
0: Boy, do I. Um, <clears throat> um, oh. My my parting words of wisdom. I actually didn't prepare anything, but oh, I dang. want to have something. You know, really, mm, really. Mm, you know what really I mean? <laughs> it's really It's really up over out there. this rain. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Words of wisdom. Never feel inadequate for what God has called you to.
1: Dang. I like it. All right. That's pretty good. We'll see you next would, week on the Small World, World Small World Podcast. I, drop my mics. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I said I would say drop my mic, uh, mic drop, but don't drop my mic. Yeah, yeah, mic please drop.
0: I drop the mic. <laughs> Thank you. And we'll see you next week on the Small World Podcast with a new guest that's not us. Yes. Woo! Woo!